0: I know what my gift is. It is really to help people monetize their brands and develop their companies. That's my gift. But I needed to get some experience, and I needed to get some receipts, some success stories. Mm -hmm. I needed to be able to show that my formula worked before I started to charge people.
1: Did you get yours yet? You know, the uniform for entrepreneurs all across the world. New ACOs. Go to newacos.com. Make sure you get your uniform. Make sure you get your gear and represent all around the world. We're going to run the yeah, play. Let's Do you go. know what it's like to come for nothing at all, but every day you What's going on y'all, this is Justin Owens, we're back, the Run The Play Show, where we talk to the top entrepreneurs influence about the top plays to help them grow in their life and their business and scale. Today, we got a special guest, this is my sister, very, very close friend, she is known as the girl CEO, she's a boss, and she handles her business, y'all good up for my good friend and sister, Ms. Ronnie Brown, how you doing girl?
0: Thanks for having me. Yes. <laughs> <That's
1: funny. laughs> no, no, for I'm glad you made it. I know we talked about it for a while. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was, you know, obviously I say it to you all the time, but I'm really proud of what you've been able to build. Um, you. you know, we've been a part of some of the same industries in a sense, but to see you step out, build your brand, and really impact women on a high level, and I would say men as well. But the way that you, you know, empower people and motivate them and touch them. Is really special so
0: well I'm so proud of you so thank you appreciate for it. having me here Absolutely. I'm excited yeah, I'm excited no, no.
1: so uh let's start here uh everybody wants to know and I know the truth but we just let everybody know <laughs> you uh, stole my shirt <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> No no no. Thanks, <laughs> no no no. No <laughs> no no. No no, bro. <laughs> no. No You did All right, let's go. She didn't steal it. She didn't steal it. This is my sister cuz a lot of people they don't be understand. This is really my sister. They really build bris- businesses and it's like you have a dope following for female bosses and lady bosses. But I think a lot of times people misunderstand the uh the messaging of all the stories like, oh, it's nothing wrong with this, nothing wrong with that. But like, there are stereotypes of success, mm-hmm. right? And I think, you know, part of it is showing people that you don't have to be any of those things. I mean, it's a lot of things you can cross out. It, uh, how important is that to you?
0: Well, I just think that it's really important that we all have an open mind yeah. in different things and that we're able to express ourselves, mm-hmm. right? I think that how we receive things is normally a reflection of where we are in that season. Yeah. And I'm just really open more now than ever mm-hmm. on being open to different people's perspectives yeah. listening to other people's views on things and not just getting so emotional where it's like oh well, this is what i think and yeah. then getting so opinionated because you just you miss out on just yeah. great opportunities
1: you like really that. do there, there there are pressures in business right all the time but are there are there some specific pressures that you've seen for black women or black men when it comes to business
0: oh for sure i think that you know right now I think that we're in a space where everyone is kind of like trying to prove themselves yeah right mm-hmm. and i think that we just have to get comfortable with just being who we are and understanding that we're all on a different journey yeah. one of the biggest things i'm saying right now is there are people who have just come to the industry or just just kind of getting out there and the comparison game is just getting crazy like right. it's insane like looking at people who have been in the game for years and just comparing yourself and saying you know what i should be I should be way further than I am, right? But not even realizing that those people have been there for 10 years or 20 years or 15 years. So I think that comparison is 100% still the thief of joy. Yeah. And we got to focus more on the process, like just taking it day by day, learning the things that we're supposed to learn, and being able to have an opportunity to create a story and sit back and say, you know, I went through this, this, and that, because that's what really makes us like the trailblazers
2: that we are. Yeah,
1: no, but you know, it's just like, you know, when you broke, you don't want to go through like, yo, just fast forward me to the end. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I just want to be the good part. I just want to have all, all the fun parts. Why, why do you feel like comparison is such a challenge for people, though?
0: Yeah, I think it's not just the fact that it's comparison. I think that it's where we are right now as mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, and that's on the Internet. So everything is so visible and everyone is showing the highlight reel versus what they're really going through. Like, I'm a successful entrepreneur, but there are moments where my personal life is in complete shambles, right? Mm -hmm. And I kind of make it my business to, like, jump on live when I'm having bad days and say, like, I'm going through this. You know, things are just not going good today, I'm having a crazy day, this is what's going on, like the rants that people go on when they're experiencing success, I think that you should be more vulnerable and that people should be more vulnerable about the things that are going wrong, yeah, and that is going to help the up and coming entrepreneurs who are jumping into this game mm-hmm. and thinking that stuff is going to be sweet all the time. Because stuff is not sweet mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, you will be stressed the heck out. Yeah, as a business owner, mm-hmm. there are days where I'm in my car crying. <laughs> like if you ain't never cried in your car, yeah, you have no. not hit that level. Yeah, yet.
1: yeah, you're not ready. You for just
0: it. sit in your garage or your driveway for mm-hmm. like an hour. and You just process life. It's not pretty, but no one talks about that part. Mm-hmm. You know, that you just see the vacations, right. the shopping sprees, mm-hmm. the I retire my mama. Right. But there's so much that comes with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and I think it's I think it's I think the reason people show that is because they have gone through so much. Yeah. And so you do wanna celebrate those moments. Yeah. But I, I do agree that there needs to be a process of it because I think like entrepreneurship for me, it should be almost like sports. Like yeah. people know you gotta go through playing. Ball when you were a kid, middle yeah. school, high school, college, and then only then, if you make it, then you could be one of the greats potentially. But like sometimes we look at entrepreneurship and it's like, yo, I just started last week,
2: I <laughs> should be winning like, now. Like, no, Why well, am I should be not a winning. millionaire? Yeah, yeah, I should already <laughs> be a millionaire.
1: I should already have the car. I shouldn't be mm-hmm. have to go through any of this stuff when in reality you do. But there's other. Arenas where people do see people have to like, you know, some people selling mixtapes out of their truck or selling clothes yeah. and It's like sometimes we don't attach that to the entrepreneurship journey Yeah, but I also feel like sometimes that can mess with people's mental health You know the comparison game and comparing themselves to people even likes and follows mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff How have you seen mental health being like a big factor to people nowadays?
0: Well, it's really crazy because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs on developing their brands. Mm-hmm. And when they normally come to me, they're at a place where they're trying to really discover their, themselves and mm-hmm. the direction that they're going to go in in their businesses, like what their offer is. And yeah. we put together like their game plan, their strategy. But what I'm realizing is when people come to me with their businesses now, they come to me with someone else as the example. Hmm. Right. So it's like, this is what I want my brand to look like. This is what I want to sound like. This is what I want my (laughs) pictures to look like. And then I sit back and I'm like, but where's the authenticity here? If we duplicate this, then how are you operating in your purpose, the call that's on your life that God has assigned to you? Mm -hmm. What we have to understand is that we stand out by being ourselves. Right. That's that right. is the thing mm-hmm. that makes us different from everyone else. Not right. duplicating other people.
1: Correct. Yeah. Yep. And I think what sometimes people get get mistaken is like because we do say a lot of times in business, find the right cat, you copy them. You know, you find a mentor, you mm-hmm. copy the stuff they say. And I think to an extent, there's certain aspects of it that's true.
0: I think it's copy the formula.
1: That's what I was about to say.
0: Not the person. Yeah,
1: it's not the person. <laughs> you trying can to... copy
0: the strategy. Yeah. You can copy the work ethic. You can copy the character as yeah. far as doing the right thing, the yeah. integrity, yeah. right, the customer service, yeah. the energy, mm-hmm. but not changing yourself to a point where you are no longer being you. Right. And someone can, you know, what we have to understand about marketing and branding is that it's so unique. Yep. Right? Branding is my heart, it's my joy, it's my love, it's what I do. Mm-hmm. When I see people duplicating other people, I can immediately tell mm-hmm. who they're studying. Like yeah. I see people they're trying to talk about ET. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah he's I know. listening I to ET. I've seen it yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's listening to ET. I yeah. can hear that. But what we have to know is that when we copy people, when people see us and they hear us and they watch us copying other people we will never put our audience in mind of us. Right. The second they see us duplicating someone else, they're only gonna think about the person that we're sitting wow. here imitating. Yeah. So it doesn't work in your favor.
1: Yeah, I like that. Do you feel like you know, a lot of men are intimidated by successful women?
0: I think that it's not about success that intimidates them it is about the level of security that a person has within themselves, right? (laughs) If a person is secure with themselves, then there is no one that can intimidate them. Uh, People often compare and confuse intimidation to the level of success that the person that they're dealing with has. But it's not that. You can put someone who has a dream of being a runner Mm -hmm. around someone who is a professional Athlete who runs and they're going to feel a little intimidated. They're going to feel a little insecure, right? Mm -hmm. And it's because They're looking at someone who is where they desire to be. So I think it's really important um, for women who are successful to make sure that they are dealing with highly confident people And people who are secure within themselves. Mm -hmm. Success is not based on how much money you make. Success is not based on the house that you live in Mm -hmm. or the car that you drive. It's really based on your attitude, your work ethic, your ability to be able to look at other people and say, this doesn't mean that I'm less, right? Mm -hmm. It means that if I can see this person working this hard, then I can do that too. Or if I can see this person living like this, then this is just God giving me an example and showing me that, this too is possible for me mm-hmm. so you know it's really about the confidence that we have with that
1: yeah so let's let's talk you know to my guys out here you know we talk about you know this whole dating <laughs> world right and obviously i'm not necessarily saying for you but like let's say a guy wants to date a successful woman obviously you talk to a lot of them a lot of your friends what are some no-nos on a date you're dealing with somebody that has their own money has their own stuff going on what are some no-nos, and is there is there a budget for it? You know what I mean.
0: Okay, so do you want to know from a woman's perspective, yeah, like women's. what women think? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I think that you know women don't say publicly, who are already successful, is that when you're around as a man that is successful as well, when he's overly braggy, hmm. because we're already successful too. Right. So we want to know. Are you? We know that you're successful. We know that you're making money. That's not the problem. That's not the concern, right? Mm-hmm. You know how they say like men don't care about how much money a woman makes. Mm-hmm. When a woman is successful and she knows you're successful, we understand that you are successful. Yeah. But what we want to know is, do you have the emotional intelligence?
1: Okay, expand. What is that? For <laughs> <laughs> my people that don't know, what
0: is that? Emotional is emotional intelligence is your ability to connect mm-hmm. um, when it comes to nurturing loving, caring, mm-hmm. conversation, um, being able to problem solve, right? Yeah. Healthy conversation, healthy communication. Yeah. Uh, those are the things that really matter to us. Are, do you have enough time in your day to care, to listen, right? It's, so how would I think they, both how, parties need that. Yeah,
1: I was, how would a guy show that in a date though? Like how's it, cause, cause like, okay, so for me it's like sometimes as a, as a man that does well, you always can't share a lot of your success with a lot of people, right? So if, mm-hmm. you, if you're dealing with somebody who's got to go on, like, yo, I can tell you I did this, 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 and this, and you know, you feel like you could do that. But what would be like, how would a guy show you that, which you just talked about in a date? Like, what are some things I that's like I think that the turn-off?
0: conversation would be less about money, success. Okay, there we go. And more about, your core values, right? Your values as far as family values, how you were raised, what type of family you were brought up in, because that is going to determine how you treat me. That. right mm-hmm. like do you have good communication skills yeah. how does your family solve problems yeah. right did y'all talk about things mm-hmm. did y'all talk things out like those are the things that really matter how do you respond when you're upset yeah. right mm-hmm. so I think that if I could do it all over mm-hmm. or I can tell guys out there just really or even women, take the time to get to know what people value yeah. right when you're dealing with a successful person It's really important that the understanding and the communication is there because two successful people dating and dealing with each other Mm -hmm. is going to be different, right? Because we're both uh, chasing our dreams. We both need to communicate. We may have things that come up, right? Mm -hmm. You may be busy on a day that's important to me. I may be busy on a day that's important to you. How do we work through those things? So I think healthy communication is really big when Dating a successful entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, I think that too. And I think what sometimes kind of messes it up is a lot of us came from not having a lot. And mm-hmm. so we look at our life, we look back at challenges, we're like, man, if we had money, it would have fixed that problem. And so we, we go through life thinking that money fixes the problems. Mm-hmm. And then even when you get some money, you'll be like, dang. I still it amplifies t- <laughs> the
2: problem. <laughs> right. Like, it's
1: like I still have these challenges. And so it's a lot of the things that you talk about. Because there's some people I know It's like, yo, if they ain't talking about making no money, they, they don't have anything to talk about.
0: And it's boring. Yeah. And it gets old. It's like, I'm glad you made, you know, however much you mm-hmm. made this month. Great. Mm-hmm. Six figures. Woo. Okay. Yep. But how you feeling, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. How's your family, yeah. right? How's your relationship with the people who matter to you most? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do after this, right? Yeah. What do you want to do when you retire? How do you want your life to be? I don't want my relationship with anybody to be based solely on money. I want to know that you care. I want to know that you're happy, that mm-hmm. you're fulfilled, right? Because there are a lot of people that's making money that's not fulfilled in yeah. the inside. They're still empty. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You got your car. You mm-hmm. got your house. You got all the money in make an account. But you're not emotionally there. You don't know how to care for people. Yeah. You don't know how to maintain healthy relationships, mm. right? A lot of people miss out in that area.
1: Yeah. Uh, Do you ever pay on a date?
0: For sure. I am the you do one, I do one girl. OK. So you might take the first one. I'm going right, to take the this, second no. one. No, <laughs> I do.
1: Ronnie said it, ladies and gentlemen. No,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's a meme that I've seen recently. It's like, um, I'm not one of them girls that you know I spoil you back mm,
2: yeah. that's what
0: I, that's where I'm going here I spoil you back because mm. here's the thing I want to show people that I appreciate mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. so if you look out for me and you're considerate and you're doing things whatever it's not just monetary mm-hmm. caring consideration calling checking on me I'm going to do the same thing for you. If you do nice things for me, I'm going to do things nice for you. So I believe that, hey, you might pick up the tab. I'm going to pick up the tab too Hmm. because I want to make sure that you don't think that this is a one-sided
1: thing. Got it. I like it. As far as communication, you think you're more of a texter, regular phone call, FaceTimer.
0: I am definitely a regular phone caller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do not FaceTime me without a warning.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I, I like FaceTiming. Yeah. I do. like. I believe that FaceTiming is one of those things where it gives you an opportunity to see someone if you want to see them. Yeah. Um, but if I don't know you like that, then definitely don't FaceTime me. Yeah, I
1: yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm more of a—I do FaceTime. And I do text. Sometimes I, I don't do phone like call. You don't like text.
0: Yeah. I think you know, as far as like relationship goes, I don't know if we talk about relationships yeah. or not. Yeah. But if it's like a relationship type of thing, I definitely want to communicate. Yeah, no, for sure. I want to see you. I want to talk to yeah. you. I don't want to text you. Yeah, no,
1: for sure. I like text when it's something that you can definitely say without having to pick up the phone. Yeah, you know, it's like. But there, there are a lot of times where it's like, there's some stuff you shouldn't text. So yeah, yeah, I like that. That's good. One um, of the
0: things that I'm also learning is like, I don't want to solve problems via text message.
1: Yeah, that's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's no tone. And when there's no tone to the text message, the conversation, there's a lot of things that can be misinterpreted. Because yeah. you can literally read one sentence, and depending on how mm-hmm. I feel, I can emphasize one word yeah. in my head.
0: And that's something I have also had to just learn myself. Like, yeah. being a better communicator yeah. is really important. Mm-hmm. And just not not just what you say, but learning how to say things in a, in a healthier way. Yeah.
1: I think for me, I had to learn, you know, like, from business, I'm I'm like a problem solver. I'm like, yo this is uncomfortable. Yeah. We're going to fix this now, though. But a lot of times yeah. in we're like, yo, if you keep talking to me right now, I'm going to punch you in your face. <laughs> no. Like, the lady, like, not me, but, like, the lady may be like, because it's like, sometimes people just handle stuff yeah. differently. Yeah, in a different like, way. like, this, maybe this is not the best time to talk about this let everybody chill. Yeah. But because I'm so, such a problem solver, it's like, yo, let's just face it head on. Let's yeah, yeah. Solve this. No, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about this now.
0: And, and I think the key word is, like, how did that make you feel?
1: Yeah. If you
0: just get to that, Mm -hmm. then things will go a lot different. Like, how did that make you feel? Why did that make you feel that way? Mm -hmm. Versus, oh, you did this, you did that. Like, well, what made you feel that way? Yeah. Right? How did that make you feel? Mm -hmm. Why did it make you feel like that? Mm -hmm. Because that's what the root of a lot of things are.
1: (laughs) Made me feel small. Yeah, yeah, like or, the way yeah, yeah exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and even learning to make people feel important, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. make people a priority. Even, you know, one of the things that I'm learning is, like, being an entrepreneur, you can kind of start feeling like everything is about that, yeah. right? Okay. Everything is secondary to your business, but... Your family, your love life mm-hmm. is not secondary, it's first. Yeah. So, we have to put boundaries in place when it comes to business mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I have a lot of successful male friends like yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll just always say, we can see the value in mm-hmm. a lot of things, okay? We can see oh, the value in this apartment building, right? Yeah. Um, we can see the value in, in this investment. We can see the value in this business opportunity. But why don't we see the value in valuable relationships?
1: Yeah, that's big. Yeah.
0: So, what is the priority mm-hmm. right the priority needs to be shifted is it you know god family relationship then business mm-hmm. but you got to create your order yeah or sure. you would be out here lost chasing a ghost
1: yeah that's what a lot of people do you know we've all been told that your net work equals your net worth and in all my years in entrepreneurship, I've never seen anybody really teach it. You know, a lot of times people look at me and they look at my circle of friends. they look at my circle of mentors. they look at the people that I'm around. They're like, man, how did you go about building that network? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's a skill set that has to be developed. And I literally put something together to teach you how to be able to make the climb as an entrepreneur, as a leader, or someone that's just trying to grow in their influence. Somebody wants to grow their, their community, their leadership, their income, their mindset, or their brand. Check the link in the description so you can get access to that course and start learning the skills necessary today. How do I attract the people, grab the influence, and grow my brand, scale my personality so I can get the results that I want? All of that's there. Click the link in the description for more details and get access to it today. Why do you feel like there's more successful men in business than women? Ego. Okay.
0: Ego, you know, it's so crazy because a lot of my friends are successful men. Mm-hmm. But I do have um, women friends as well that, you know, I do business with and I'm so thankful for for those ladies. What I realized about a lot of women, they can't go far together and that's why I'm just so thankful for the women that I have in my circle. Shout out to the CEO Society. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the ego and the competition mm-hmm. gets in the way of women being able to collaborate yeah. and really make the money that they could potentially make together, right? It's like, I wanna be here and only me, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But what I've realized about men is that they get so much money together. Mm-hmm. They, there's no ego, they're not catty, there's not a hard time, it's a smooth, it's smooth transaction, yeah. and they continue to make money together, and mm-hmm. I just think that they're really just focused on the end goal.
1: Yeah. I, I think that, I know like, you know, obviously, you know, the circle of CEOs and a lot of my friends that are in business that do well as guys is like, we do have them um, uncomfortable conversations. There are like sometimes people be in their catty moments. But However, men get over it. We get over it.
0: Men get over it. Yeah, women, like, you know, they always, we always <laughs> laugh about, men always make this joke about women. Like if you do something to a woman she's gonna hold on to it forever, right? She's never gonna let you forget it. And I feel like we are sometimes like that when people do things to us, even in business, we're just holding on to it. But men is like, they'll say, forget about it. Let's just get to this money. It has to
1: be something serious for God to really hold on to it.
0: Exactly. If if not,
1: they're gonna be like, it ain't that serious, bro. I've
0: been in that season though. Mm -hmm. When I was a new entrepreneur, all that ego, all that pride Mm -hmm. and life will humble you, right? You'll Mm -hmm. realize that you get more bees with honey remember that saying yep and then you start to experience situations you are like, man, I could handle that differently yeah you don't you you, you start to value relationships a little more so it's like okay let's talk about it yeah you know how does this make you feel what can I do a little differently (laughs) because you're trying to preserve you understand that there's so much power in preserving relationships and when you first start we all make mistakes yeah you start feeling yourself a little bit Mm -hmm. you may start making a little money um, and then God will deflate your head real quick. Mm-hmm. And then you'll realize that you got to work on yourself. You think it's other people, yeah. but it's really you.
1: Yeah, yeah that's why I say, as the Bible says, the pride comes before the crash, which means for <laughs> you to crash, I mean, you had to be up. You had yeah. to be going somewhere or doing something. You had to be at some kind of kind of speed because you can't crash doing nothing. Yeah. Like, you're not going to crash sitting. And so, um, yeah, it's important to to remain humble, to remove the ego. Um, and I think it just also comes down to people not being in competition so much because sometimes people be they're friends with people but they really compete with them on the low
0: what is that <laughs> What what is that let, let me just say this i don't want to compete with any of my friends yeah i want to see my friends win mm-hmm. right and i just think that if you're out here and you're competing with your friends deep down inside but then you're pretending like you're cheering for them yeah. but it's a a low vibrating mm-hmm. competition going yeah. on in your spirit it's you need to work on some stuff yeah you need to work on some stuff and i just think that 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 comes from just a a place of resentment and yeah. bitterness mm-hmm. and you can't you can't groom people into who you want them to be. So you can tell people, like, oh, you don't want to do that. But I think people learn the hard way through that. And mm-hmm. when you go through those experiences, when you're thinking, like, why am I acting like this? Why mm-hmm. does this person, you know, why do I feel like this person is my competition? It's something that that person is battling with internally. Yeah,
1: it is. Or something that they never handled from you. Childhood ago. trauma. Childhood trauma. <laughs>
0: Childhood mm-hmm. trauma. Mm-hmm. It's the why not me, right? Mm-hmm. Only child mm-hmm. syndrome, mm-hmm. all those types of all things. All of that stuff, it just,
1: yeah. it, it reveals itself in business, in relationships, in conversations i'm not saying this is true but i know some like is women are painted to be these emotional beings emotional creatures i'm not necessarily saying that's totally true um because i know some men that are very emotional Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i think it definitely can go both ways Mm -hmm. but being a ceo as a woman yeah there is there is an emotional strength that you have to have as being a boss because you can't just be up and down up and down every single day. How how does like having emotional strength pay, play into being a CEO like as as a woman?
0: Well, I think that being an emotional woman um, it is a gift. Mm-hmm. Because when I think of being an emotional woman, what it has done for me in business is, it has allowed me to care for the people that work for me and work with me and support my business. So I take my nurturing side that says, thank you all for loving me, for supporting me, Mm -hmm. and thank you all for being here. And I can acknowledge the value add that people bring to my business and my company. Mm -hmm. I've also become a better listener. And I've also become more open you know to feedback so I think that it's nothing wrong with being in contact and with the people that work for you in a way that you're still nurturing caring mm-hmm. and you care about them yeah. you know What I've been hearing lately is like, don't make too much contact with your employees. Mm -hmm. I hear a lot of people saying that, like Mm -hmm. you need to have a boundary here. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't be able to talk to you. They shouldn't be able to get to you. You should have a gatekeeper. I hear so many people say that. Mm -hmm. And for me, I want to have people working with me in my business where they feel loved and Mm -hmm. they feel like they're a part of my family. And mm-hmm. I think that makes a difference. Like people never forget how you make them feel, and what I've seen is when people work at companies for a very long time, it's normally because they feel loved, they feel cared yeah. about, mm-hmm. and they they feel like they have a connection yeah. with the person that they're working with. Yeah,
1: that's big. Because I I know for me, I like my business took. A, I never forget. I was I was because uh, first of all. I'm 35, but I look young. I know that. I mean, that's a lot of people. I mean, you look do...
0: about 40, and no, I'm okay.
1: <laughs> but, you know, this this is with my hair being grown out and stuff like that. Like, you know, yeah, a couple you years look, ago, you do look young I look, like, super young. And so the thing I, was, I would have is, like, I would be like, all right, let me just be super serious. Because I am, like, a jokey person. But, like, in business. But in
0: business, you are so freaking hard. And people don't even know that you are hilarious. I
1: know. I but know
0: when they know. meet you in person, they're like, why don't you show that? Right, you know, exactly. you're so serious, mm-hmm. so yeah. And
1: and my buddy Vince was like, bro, man, you, you're you like pretty cool, but you should probably show that side anymore more. I was like, nah, because if I do that, people ain't gonna respect me the same way. He was like, no, bro. People will, like, you can't be a clown all the time, mm-hmm. but like, you can, like, people want to know they're working with a person. Yeah. And that was something I had to grow in, because I was like, nah, man, y'all ain't gonna be playing around me, because I already look like a kid. So in my mind, I was like, I look like a kid, so if I start acting like a kid, they're going to not take me they're serious. They're going to
0: lose the respect. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I believe the total opposite. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, for me and my brand, I am a CEO. I, I do own companies. I, I coach thousands of people. I develop businesses. But I think the reason why people choose me is because they feel connected to me. Right. They see the authenticity. They see me being able to be myself and still saying, yeah, I am a CEO. Yeah. But if you're following my personal page, I'm not going to sit here and just give you, like, Speeches all day or you know, I'm not going to just talk about business every single day Right. I want to have a sense of humor. I want to show behind the scenes a little bit I don't want to make it all about Transactional things like money success and business every single day I want you to get to know me Hmm. and that's important for me and I think that that is what Attracts my audience to me Um, Being able to go on that journey with me.
1: Yeah, that's good. So why do you feel like most people don't share that part of the journey
0: because they're afraid of what people are going to think yeah and as long as we live our lives based on oh are they going to think um you know people used to tell me like oh you're just too bold like you're too much Mm -hmm. well my mama raised me to be a confident woman Mm -hmm. my daddy raised me to be Confident so I'm not going to dim my light and stop being this bold outgoing You know in your face person. There's a tribe for people that like my personality type Right, Mm -hmm. so I think that there are so many people who are under the impression of like, oh if I'm successful I can't dance on social media. Right. If I'm successful, I can't tell a joke, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm successful, I can't show up in my robe in my bonnet today yeah. because I need to have a face full of makeup on <laughs> every time I'm in front of the yeah, camera. Or a filter. Yeah, or a filter <laughs> yeah. every day because I need to show up this way. Listen, on my page, I may pop out one day and I have my makeup on, my hair done, but there are many more days where I'm in my kitchen mm-hmm. with the robe on, my hair is not done, <laughs> <laughs> and I am just being myself yeah. because I don't want to have to keep up this image that I am this way every day. I'm a human being. Yeah, I wake up and there's crust in my eyes just like you Mm -hmm. right i wake up my hair is sticking on top of my head just like yours i wake up i'm not glam i'm human Mm -hmm. and i want the people who follow me to know that you don't have to be put together 24 7 all the time you can be yourself you can be authentic Mm -hmm. and people will still spend millions of dollars with you yeah
1: i like it um so we have very similar, like, business backgrounds. Um, and for me personally, I'm just sharing my my thoughts before I even, you jump into this, but I'm just saying this, right? Like, I did door-to-door sales. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people hate it, but I think you learn so much about people. Um, obviously, a lot of my career has been in network marketing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't necessarily like it. I think it's a lot of lessons a person can learn from it. You've had experience in network marketing. What would you say are some good skills that people can learn from it?
0: Yeah, so the first thing I would say is you 100% learn how to deal with different types of people.
1: <laughs> A lot of them quickly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly. And in order for you to be successful, you need to know that there are different types of personalities. Yep. And you have to learn how to deal with different people. Yep. In different types of personalities. That's the first thing. Yep. The second thing is you learn how to lead by example. Mm-hmm. It is so easy as an entrepreneur to tell people what to do. Yeah. But in that industry, you can't just tell people what to do. Because you get your respect in that industry based on what you are able to show people, right? right? Mm-hmm. And what they are able to duplicate based on what they've learned from you. Yeah. Do you have a duplicatable system Mm -hmm. that works that creates income and that's the only way that you will survive be respected and make Mm -hmm. it to the top in that particular industry so those are just some of the good things i will just also say is say that it gives you a taste of freedom yeah and i said taste yeah for a reason Mm -hmm. right because you work a lot yeah
1: you do
0: you work a lot you're Mm -hmm. doing calls you're doing living room meetings Mm -hmm. you're doing one-on-ones you're doing coffee lunch dinner Mm -hmm. whatever you need to do you're there. That is really a no excuses industry.
1: Yeah, it is. And I think what I what I do believe is like it's a great breeding ground for entrepreneurship. Whether you excel in that arena, I know so many people that have done well after leaving it. Just like I know people that have done well just doing daughter herself. Sure. Because you have to go. The, the person that you have to become to win will allow you to win in so many different arenas. Like I know yeah. for me, one of the things actually which was surprising when you first start a business, you think you want everybody. And oh then, no. As I started building a business I was like, wait a minute, no, I'm not I'm not signing you up. I'm not like, Yeah. Why? Mm mm. <laughs> I don't feel like the headache. Yeah. And but it translated to business because the then I realized, yeah, I was like, man, I don't wanna partner with everybody. Yeah. I don't wanna collaborate with everybody. I don't wanna do everything do every, because everybody's energy, everybody's intention is not right. And then it's almost like a regular company, like sometimes the worst mistake you can make is hiring the wrong person.
2: Yeah,
0: and I think that often people come into those industries. Mm-hmm. And they are at a place of desperation. Yeah. And the worst thing that you can do in business is go into business with someone when when they are in a desperate
1: place. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're struggling. Like, look, I just need you to sign up, best. Yeah, I can exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Or the person that you're signing up, they're just like, "Come on, get me in here. I need to make a million dollars tomorrow." Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it takes time.
2: Yeah, it does.
0: Becoming successful in any business, whether it's direct sales or a small mm-hmm. business it takes time. Yeah. It's not an overnight thing. This is not the oatmeal world. This is not the <laughs> microwave world. Yep. Um, it's not going to happen in a minute. And a lot of people come in thinking that you just get rich quick. Yeah. It's not true.
1: Yeah. Your, your gift is really building brands. You talked about that. What what are you, what, what are some tips you would say to a person that's looking to build a brand? Like, okay, Ronnie, I have this idea. I have like, what would be like, first couple steps you would give somebody looking to build a brand
0: the first thing i would say is to figure out what you're actually good at right Mm -hmm. and what you enjoy doing a lot of times we start brands based on what's trendy and what's making money so the first thing we want to do is what am i good at right and what do i want to offer to the world the second thing is we need to see if that is what the world wants from us
1: that's a good one
0: (laughs) because (laughs) because sometimes what we want to give to the world is not what the world wants from us. And a lot of people, they learn this the hard way. I have so many people that start businesses, mm-hmm. boutiques, and they're like, this is, just, this is what I wanna do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, is this what people follow you for? So the mm-hmm. second thing I would say is to figure out what your audience actually wants from you, okay?
1: How would a person find that out?
0: Asking them questions. You know, there is this myth that if you ask people, what do you want, it makes you look like an amateur right it makes you look like you don't know anything you're not experienced but people who are successful they always survey their audiences they want to know what their audience wants from them and they build or they create products and services based on what the audience actually wants yeah all right the next thing i will say 100 is before you start selling, because we already talked about figuring out what you want to do, figure out what you enjoy, but then learning what your audience wants from you and niching down your expertise, the next thing we want to do is not jump into selling something. Let me make sure that I make this clear. Because there are so many cricket launches where you just launch, yeah and you don't hear anything but crickets Mm -hmm. because we skipped the step that I'm about to say that we need to do next. All right, talk to me. And that's community. Mm -hmm. And we build community through creating content that adds value to our audience. Most of the time, people skip building the community and adding the value because they feel like, if I give them all these tips, then what will they buy from me? Well, if you are an expert in this area, you should be feeding. You should be able to feed your audience information that transforms their lives Mm -hmm. and they should get to a point where they trust you. Mm-hmm. I say this to people all the time, when people like you, they listen to you. Mm-hmm. When people love you, they buy from you. I like that. All right. So we wanna add the value to the audience and then when we're adding the value, we wanna start to grow the community that is nurturing, that is commenting, that is putting out content, mm-hmm. that is responding to DMs, that is taking your audience off of line. Do you have a text list? Mm-hmm. Do you have an email list? Yeah. Right? Do you have your funnel set up? Mm-hmm. Can you contact your audience without them logging on to some app and waiting for you to upload content? That's big. Right? So that's the next step. And then last but not least, because there are many more steps into creating a brand, but making sure that we understand how do we want our audience to feel. How do you want people to perceive your brand? How should they feel? Do you want them to leave feeling confident? Do you want them to leave feeling educated? Do you want them to leave feeling inspired? How do people feel when they come to your page? Like I follow some women that are working out; they looking good. And when I go on their page, I just want to go work out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because they look so good. I'm like, look at their booty. Let me go. Yeah, let me go right. do my squats. Yeah. Right. Let me mm-hmm. go get in this gym. Because when I see them,
2: mm-hmm.
0: they inspire me. I fire some. I follow some dope entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and they're teaching different things. And I and I listen to their content. I'm like, ooh, I want to learn this. Yeah. What are you doing to ignite the fire into someone's life?
1: Yeah,
0: is what does do, yeah that do makes sense ignite the fire?
1: Let, let me ask you this. How, all right, let me see how I can ask this question. So yes, I have this idea. I, I do want to build a brand, and you said something that sometimes people don't feel like they're ready because they don't know enough, or they feel like they would be giving it all away. Do you feel like there's a phase where a person still needs to study before they can teach? oh for sure
0: okay let me just kind of talk on that i became an entrepreneur in 2009 Mm -hmm. from 2009 to 2017 that's all i did was train people for free okay teaching sales how to sell products how to use social media to to do that how to build communities how to grow your business online, in direct sales, helping people become millionaires. Mm -hmm. Did that, I did not charge anyone for coaching until 2018. Wow. 2018.
1: Hmm.
0: Before 2018, I went and I got a life coach certification. Still didn't, I didn't want to be a life coach because life is <laughs> life and for me. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't yeah. be coaching nobody on life. I mm-hmm. know what my gift is. It is really to help people monetize their brands and develop their companies. That's yeah. my gift. But I needed to get some experience and I needed to get some receipts, yeah. some success stories. Mm-hmm. I needed to be able to show that my formula worked before I started to charge people. I would coach people for free. People would call me and talk to me for hours and I would give them plays, strategies, all those types of things, and I wouldn't charge them a dime. Mm-hmm. I did not charge until
1: 2018. Wow, yeah, that's big. Because a lot of people, they just wanna start, I've seen people, they take a course and start teaching the course right after they take the course. I'm like, oh, you're missing a piece in there though. And that's why sometimes people don't connect with people because it's like, people get, they don't they may not know initially, but mm-hmm. they can tell when they start communicating with you like there there's this experience piece that you're missing because you never were really in the trenches.
0: And let me also add this. We often think that money qualifies us as a leader. Right. I made my first million dollars in 2013. Mm-hmm. I was not ready to coach <laughs> or charge anyone yeah. for anything mm-hmm. in 2013 because I needed to work on myself as a leader. Mm -hmm. My leadership skills were bad, right? I didn't understand how to care, right, as Mm -hmm. a leader. I didn't understand how to listen as a leader in 2013. That took me years, right? Yeah.
1: So so it's so funny. I literally literally just had lunch today um, and we were talking about leadership. And I was like, it's one of the most important things for people to learn Mm -hmm. in business but it's something that most people neglect because it's not seen as it's valuable, it's gonna help me make some money right now. Why, why do you why do you feel like that's people's, most people's thoughts?
0: Because we don't understand that it's the character and it's the leadership skills that help you keep the money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Because this is why you see people get money and then you look up and they don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they often did not know how to treat people on the way up Mm. getting the money they burned bridges they disappeared on people after they got where they you Mm -hmm. know wanted to be or after they got what they wanted from that person they forgot the people who helped them Mm -hmm. so we see people they have this success Mm -hmm. sometimes that success is just a wave
2: yeah
0: will it be around for 10 years will it be around for 15 years often no yeah because the character can't sustain the success People think, oh, I million dollars. I can mentor you, 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 you. Mm-hmm. Okay, but can you show me how to make a million dollars every year for 15 years? Yeah. Right? That takes a lot of
1: care <laughs> for people. It does, a lot.
0: <laughs> that yeah. retention, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That takes a lot of happy birthdays, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of I appreciate you, a lot mm-hmm. of thank you cards, a lot of let me find out what you love to do and let me send you some tickets to the... Baseball game or the concerts or whatever it is that you're interested in it takes you taking the time to get to know people
1: Yeah, I agree 1,000 percent. All right, so Here's a question Are women better players than men?
0: Absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Why do you say this? (laughs) You guys are so way ahead of the game when as far as how you calculate things, you know. You got and let me just say this. Most women when we find someone that we love, mm. we're locked in. Yeah. W- women aren't really trying to be out here. You know, I think that and I'm just saying what I think. I think that most women just want a good guy who mm. treats them good mm. and who is down for them.
1: Yeah.
0: I think that A lot of guys have the, this is good, but maybe there's something better Mm -hmm. mindset. And I think that's how they, you know, operate until they realize that, okay, maybe seven women ago, I may have had the good one and let me go back because I'm like, I'm 60 now. And it's time for me to (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. But I just, no, women, most women, we could get with one guy and literally you know? I, yeah. I'm not
1: with that mask. Yeah. One of my friends made a post, it was a lady, and it was like uh when you've been dating for a long time and everybody's red flags and then it changes to now you run across a green flag, but now you're a red flag. <laughs> it's like
2: <Yeah. laughs>
1: you, you know, know right now, now I'm not ready. You know what I mean? So I think I think some of it's timing, yeah. right, for sure. Um especially for entrepreneurs, it's like I almost feel like sometimes there there is a dynamic of it because I will say this. If anybody's looking to date an entrepreneur, it's a different world, right? Yeah. So I think you got to be prepared for that. You have
0: to be a confident person.
1: You've you, you got to be confident. You
0: have to be trusting.
1: <laughs> trusting, understanding, because it's like, you know, like I've, I've had conversations before, like, yo, your arm was a little low on that picture. I'm like, bro, that was the... The the five hundredth picture I took, I, I was tired. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like I was I wouldn't even Or
0: even have an opposite sex friendships.
1: Yeah, true. You know? Yeah.
0: It's just like even like you and I, like, if you know, you're with someone, right. they're they're like, what you doing with her? Like, right. no, like FaceTime her at midnight. Yeah, this is my brother. <laughs> right. <yeah, laughs> you no, know, this is my brother. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like that. There's right. never been anything like that. And I love him and yeah. we talk about everything, yeah. relationships. Women, whatever he's going through, um, so yeah, you just whatever
1: she's going whatever through,
2: whatever
0: I'm <laughs> going through, yeah, like, you just yeah. have to be Family, comfortable. Kids, all of that, Family, right. kids, you have to be comfortable, um, and I just think that we also have to make sure that we make the people that we love feel comfortable as yeah, well, because no, sure. that's important.
1: Yeah, it is. Is it is it true what they say about a woman when they change their hair? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: So you going to... No, I just want to know. You know,
0: let me just say this. First, you stole my sweatshirt. No, I, now that...
1: no, I really want to know.
0: Cause... First, you stole my sweatshirt. <laughs> okay, okay, why do we play so much? But I just think that... I think women just want change. You yeah. know, I know for me, when I cut my hair, I just wanted to do something different. Yeah. You know, I like looking different. Mm-hmm. I like popping out, you know, I like to yeah. reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. I wanna have fun. Yeah. I wanna do different looks, right? I don't like boring. It's like I wanna have a good time. I wanna do different things. I wanna try new hair. I wanna mm-hmm. try new looks. It's just that.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just that. Yeah, I agree. I I've literally made probably two changes to my hair.
0: Yeah, men are very Normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like whatever they like, they're very consistent in mm-hmm.
1: that area, yeah, right? Sure. They
0: they they create habits mm-hmm. and they stick to them, and that's why like, women can tell we y'all ain't. Like, you know what yeah. I'm
1: saying? <laughs> and that's that's why I feel like when people say men have commitment issues, I don't think they do. I think they just have to find the person they're, they're willing to be committed to.
0: For sure. You know. For sure. And and that is a good thing. Um, one of my friends was saying this like two weeks ago they were like at a speaking event and i heard the panel and it and it was just like he just doesn't like you mm. because i have seen men do certain things for certain people that they would never do
2: yeah
0: for anyone else yeah. and i'm like oh my god like are you doing this now?
1: You <laughs> right, know, yeah, and it's yeah. just like
0: when a man likes a woman, yeah. and that's the one that he's really feeling. Mm-hmm. I feel like he does yeah. whatever. I agree. I you agree. can see the difference. Yeah,
1: how, relationships in business—that's one of my things. I, I believe is really, really big. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that? in and well, let me ask you that first. How, how how do you feel like relationships are? How important? I know we talked about it a few times.
0: Oh, relationships are going to determine the level of success that you have and the level of success that you maintain Mm -hmm. so for me i am all about building healthy relationships with people and you are one of those people that have helped me in that area Hmm. because i used to be like oh you did this to me cut (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah
0: i'm being honest Mm -hmm. and then i would call you Mm -hmm. and then you would like talk me through Mm how to resolve issues yeah. um, and give people grace yeah. you know you are the grace giver i'm like done <laughs> i used to be like that yeah but that was years ago i'm growing i'm trying to become mm-hmm. better in that area and you've helped me you just always say well let's look at it like this mm-hmm. and i think that i see how important that is to give people grace now to see things from other people's perspective mm-hmm. to be open yeah. you know to listen to people um, it is it is a game changer for your business and how we respond to things that hurt us yeah right because we can respond in a way that is just not good but if we just say you know what that really hurt my feelings
1: yeah it does yeah
0: that that matters a lot
1: yeah it really does what what would you feel like when it comes to building relationships and business because you you've got a really dope circle of Mm -hmm. women and men and stuff like that what are some things you've done to build those relationships
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've done is just I add value wherever I go. Mm -hmm. And I don't want anything. I just want to add value. And if there's synergy there, there's synergy there. Um, Also being considerate. You know, taking time to just check on people. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about commenting on social media, right? Mm -hmm. We often think that a comment and a like can take place of actually picking up the phone and say, hey, you okay? Yeah like your family good, mm-hmm. like everything all right? Mm-hmm. You know, how you feeling? You need anything? So I've been very intentional when it comes to reaching out to people and making sure they're good and scheduling time yeah. to spend with the people that actually matter to me. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's big. You feel like men treat di- women differently in business?
0: I would say that <laughs> That was a hard swallow. Are... <laughs> 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 I would say that it's not based on sex.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: It's based on character, right? You have bad people wherever you go. Mm -hmm. And it's. I can't say that, oh, a man is going to treat a woman bad, right? Mm -hmm. But what I will say is that people will try to take advantage of you Mm -hmm. regardless of where you go. Mm -hmm. And as a woman, because most of us are more go with the flow, Um, we are not gonna speak up as quickly, Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of women may struggle in that area, then we are more likely to be taken advantage of in business. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm not going for it, but I have had to speak up in situations where I knew things weren't right, like Mm -hmm. I was getting paid less, right? Or you pay this person, Mm -hmm. but you want want me to come and speak for free, right? Mm It's just, you see things and, and it does happen to women. Yeah. And I think that we have to start to speak up, right? Mm. The pay is lower all of a sudden, okay. right? Or like I said, you want a freebie here mm. or you want us to just do things and not get paid at all. Yeah. Right? So 100%, yeah, I have seen it.
1: Relationships in business. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the worst DMs you've seen for people trying to start business conversations, what's some what's ones that you've seen are the best
0: business DMs. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say that. Let me just stress this: as a woman, you have to fill people out. Yeah. Because what men will do is they'll try to act like it's a business thing, and then they'll try to slide <laughs> their way left. Yeah. So for me, I keep it very business.
2: Okay.
0: I'm very invoice. Yeah. I am very. Here's my email. Um, I'm very, my assistant's contact number is this. You got to keep those boundaries in place, especially mm-hmm. when you are a woman in business, mm-hmm. just because people are going to try you, yeah. especially if you're attractive. Yeah. everybody going to shoot they shot. Yeah.
1: Men yeah. too, though. Men you know, too. I, I do the same. Like, I've learned from me that certain times, like, I'll talk to you, you and my sister, so we'll talk at different times, but there's certain times, like, I do not answer my phone at the certain period for yeah. business. Yeah i'm not we can't text me can we vent at this time of night yeah. i was sometimes i'll even see it and i'm like yo i gotta i gotta holler at you tomorrow like i'm not about to talk to you at one o'clock in the morning yeah yeah for sure what you're going through right now because yeah. it's not it's not an appropriate time for for business and i think that goes for dms too though because yeah. sometimes people try to slot the, the business dm at nighttime just to see if you start yeah, a real yeah. conversation you know mm-hmm, so i think mm-hmm. that's that's important what what have you seen though like like whether it's relationships or business, or people trying to like you know because I see something that's actually entertaining. Sometimes I'm like okay, that was a good way. I'm not open to it, but yeah. I think those those are good conversations. For me,
0: like I'm not open to it. Yeah, like I don't do mm. social media hookups. Like I've just never done that. Mm. I'm not into that. Yeah. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm really on social media for business and to connect with my community. But people crazy out here. You know, you get all type of stuff in your DM. You get pictures of stuff that you did not request. Mm. (laughs) You know, Um, people. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, first of
2: all, it's like, first of all, you
0: should not have said that. (laughs) 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 It's the unsend button because you should have unsend that. Right. But, but, you know, just people are crazy. I think that social media has provided a space for people to just do crazy stuff. Mm. I laugh. You know, I'd be like, look at this fool. You know, Mm -hmm. like laugh it off and keep it moving. Yeah.
1: Would you prefer to be um, a player or a coach?
0: Definitely a player.
1: Yeah.
0: And you're talking about in business. In business. In business. Yeah. Sorry, I
1: should have clarified that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, Because I'm definitely not a player when it comes to like relations. Mm -hmm. I am a faithful woman.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm not into that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, What I would say is that. I think that me wanting to be a player in business mm-hmm. is we learn better through hands on. Right. And I think that you have to be a player to become a coach.
1: Yeah. I think you have to, even when you do become a coach and a mentor, you still got to make sure you in the trenches to keep up to date with mm-hmm. what's happening in the and keep a post on it. Because mm-hmm. I can tell when people are like teaching and training and they've lost touch, I'm like, that is some advice from. 20 years ago exactly that was effective exactly. then but you you haven't adjusted to the times and uh that's so i think for me it's like i like to be a player and a coach because i think it's you, you gotta have both sides but definitely i love being in the game like for me it's not fun to just be telling people what to do like i want yeah. to be i want to
0: I be in the trenches yeah, yeah. i want to get my hands dirty mm-hmm. i want to get the experience mm-hmm. i want to i want to fail and get back up and try again and figure out what works and what doesn't and then go back and try again
1: yeah what what book audio course event was a game-changer for you
0: i would definitely say um shout out to yandy uh not too long ago right before covid yandy had an event where she flew a group of women out and we went to mexico
2: yeah
0: all expenses paid literally just contacted me like hey i want you to come to mexico i went to that event and i built relationships with about seven super amazing, successful women that are like sisters to me now. Wow. Right? And it was just beautiful. You know, I met so many women there. I remember meeting Pinky there, shout out to Pinky. Mm -hmm. Slutty Vegan, she's killing it. My sister, love her to death. We spent hours on the phone now, you know, just talking Mm -hmm. and I can relate to her. And just so many other women. My girl Jamie, who owns uh, Waste Snatchers, and mm-hmm. she's very low key behind the scenes. But the girl has a million dollar business and a heart of gold. Beautiful person, beautiful yeah. spirit. I uh, just the list goes on and on and on. There were so many influential women there mm-hmm. that it was so powerful, wow. and people were open. They were networking, um, Courtney from Maine Choice. It was oh, so many boss women
2: yeah.
0: were at that event, and it was just life-changing. And I will never forget that. Um, I've had another young lady who you all probably saw her on um, Overnight Millionaire with mm-hmm. Grand Cardone, mm-hmm. Monique. Yeah. She's like a sister, a big sister to me. Mm-hmm. And she is a venture capitalist, and she is a beast yeah. when it comes to building companies raising money but just being in the room
2: yeah
0: and spending a weekend with those women yandy did her, did her thing yandy tamika maori i mean yeah. so many women mona Scott. there were so many women mm-hmm. that were there it was it was crazy her her project manager um her manager latoya they killed that event
1: love it um how can people find out more about Ronnie Brown, girl CEO?
0: So the first thing that they need to do is make sure you, all, you guys come and follow me on mm-hmm. Instagram at Ronnie Brown. R-O-N-N-E. Brown, Justin's going to drop that Yeah, here. we'll drop
1: it on the video somewhere. And
0: if you are watching this, shoot me a text. Like, let me know if you enjoyed this. Let me get <laughs> y'all my phone <laughs> <laughs> Don't
1: worry, we're going to cut it out. <laughs> This
0: is, yeah, this is our life yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> shoot me a text 202-410-2903 let me know some of your takeaways and uh, as far as the community you guys like we have an amazing community so many women that are in, in that community we now have guys get involved as well mm-hmm. um, COsociety.com it's a beautiful thing I also work with people personally mm. on developing their brands and they can check me out at rehabmybrand.com
1: I love it. I love it. So y'all got it there. Last question I'm going to ask you. What was your toughest season as an entrepreneur and what lessons did you take out of it?
0: Oh, my goodness. My toughest season as an entrepreneur was the first three to four years as a business owner. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost my job. My car was almost repossessed. I was about to get evicted from my apartment. Shout out to my landlord who is my mentor in real estate, Frank Chambers. He allowed me to stay in my apartment with my children as I was selling products out of my house to pay my rent. Wow. And I think that, you know, that was one of the toughest seasons for me. I was a mom then, I had children, I did not have income coming in. I didn't know how I was gonna eat at night. Mm-hmm. And that was the hardest part for me. And that is also one of the reasons why I tell people about like quitting their jobs, mm-hmm. you know, prematurely. Yeah. <laughs> prematurely <laughs> quitting your job. They be like,
1: yo, I'm taking a leap. I'm like, hey, you better be careful. <laughs> yeah, with
0: make sure that there's someone down there to catch you because, you know, I didn't quit my job, mm-hmm. but I got fired from my job. I got terminated from my job and being terminated from my job because I was a government contractor at that time, they lost the contract and that's all I had was my business on the side. You know, you do these events and you make a few sales on the weekend on Friday and you think that the business is sustainable. Mm -hmm. But relying on that income solely is another ball game. And it really made me appreciate the job that I once prayed for. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm going to say right here is that we have to be thankful for the job that we once prayed for. Yeah. Because before I became a successful entrepreneur, I was on my knees praying to God, asking him, please let me get this job. I really need this. I need mm-hmm. to take care of my kids. I need to take care of my family. And we can sometimes experience a little bit of success. Mm-hmm. And then we get a little arrogant like i'm sick of this job i'm just i can't wait to be a full-time entrepreneur mm-hmm. you start to get into a negative mindset mm-hmm. you start resenting the job but you forgot that you as guys who bless you with that job so 100 my lowest season as an entrepreneur was being unemployed as a full-time entrepreneur within the first five years of my business if i could go back i would use the income from my job mm-hmm to grow my company, pay my bills, so I would not be out here hustling in, in a season of desperation, like, yeah. please, you know, mm-hmm. putting those taxes up, like, we're mm-hmm. my friends and you ain't buying my products. Facts,
1: yeah, yeah. no. Nah. And you know, I, I made a video recently, I told entrepreneurs, I'm like, look, some of y'all need to go back and get a job. Yeah. Because there, there's a lot of people that's, you know, they, they, they're like like they, they, they selling the, the dream, but they're really a, living a nightmare.
0: I started my business in 2009. I did not quit my job till 2013. Hmm. and i lost my job in 2010 and i went back to work (laughs) head up yeah proud Hmm. and it changed my attitude when i almost got evicted from my apartment wow so be thankful for the job that you have and use that job to invest in your business because you're going to need income to grow a business for
1: sure absolutely yeah i tell people it's a lot it's a lot different or there's a big difference between an extra five thousand a month and only 5000 a month.
0: Listen. You know, people
1: be forgetting that. So. Yeah, yeah for sure. It. We got something for you. You know, you can't come to the Run and Play show without, you know, showing some kind of love. That's what we do here. So, it's nothing big. Very small, actually, but still.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this <body counts>. man <laughs> is hilarious. I know you got your
1: own, you know, line, so not, not going to do no products. You know, I know you got the Let holistic. But, some, you know, just something for you. We picked up.
0: We, we doing gifts. Okay. Yeah.
1: You know what i we, we got to show love. We got to
0: Thank you. pour
1: people, you know what I'm saying? So, a couple things in there. Is I'll
0: it touch. is it a roly in here? What's a rollie? <laughs> the one that you have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, there is a roly for your face, though.
0: <laughs> I not a girl doing it a room there.
1: No, no, it's a couple other things in Thank there. Thank you so
0: you're much, you I'm going to do it. a unboxing for <laughs> you.
1: All right, yo. Listen, I love you, sister. I I say it again. I really, really proud of you. Everything you've been able to do and continue to do, and I'm just excited for the world to see where you're going, where you're headed, (laughs) and for to be a part of that process.
0: We play too much. I I love you. Oh my gosh. Let me just say, we laugh so much, and I appreciate you. Mm. And I'm so proud of you and your show. And thanks for having me here. And I cannot wait to see where this goes. Can't
1: wait. So listen, y'all. We back again with more plays. You just got some today from Miss Ronnie Brown, Girl CEO in the building we'll see y'all in the next video peace what's going on listen make sure you guys go to run to get your official run to play gear we talk about shirts socks jackets for everybody that's run to play all across the world we're gonna run the yeah. play Do you know what it's like so come from nothing at all. but every day you just wanting it all